What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. Find the final little glasses of business. They're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James, and this is Molly, and I think Lucy's down there. And Yeah, Lucy's about to leave. We're yeah. a family who likes to get scared together. Yeah, Lucy's gone. Okay. I thought she would be with us for the intro, but she realized the dog was in here, so God she said no thank you. Molly, you scare our daughter away, our other daughter. We're back. We're back. Wow, it's been a minute. Yeah, I is. realized the last episode we did was The Mummy. Mm-hmm. I guess, first of all, thanks to everyone who came out to Monster Palooza. Yeah. Because that happened that uh, on our little hiatus. It was really nice to see people. Got some like new stuff for the set, including a mask that a fan made me that's like a Leatherface Jason. Yeah. I really like Super it. Super cool. I feel bad because I met like a couple of fans who told me they had made stuff that was on the old set, like in the apartment, that is no longer mm. on the set. And it let me assure everyone... Uh, it's not personal. If you are someone where that's the case, it's not personal. It truly was. We packed all our shit in a hurry. And when we unpacked it to put stuff on the new sets, it was kind of like, what box did I open first? That's mm-hmm. stuff that gets put on the set. Yeah. So we keep everything. I still have like a box boxes. of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thank you. I appreciate it everything you guys uh give us yeah so does so does molly look how happy she is <laughs> we also went on our honeymoon i can't believe that happened like oh my god yeah it's been a while since we've yeah. recorded we needed the break we needed to go on our honeymoon because wow this year is like fucking sucked uh and the honeymoon was like the first just extended period of like every day is great kind of mm-hmm. feeling yeah it was perfect it really was. It was the perfect 10 days. I miss it so, so much already. Uh, I had to be dragged out of the country. Yeah. I would have stayed there if I could have. London, Grace City. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, important uh, news from the the honeymoon that's relevant to the podcast. Uh, if you listen to the show, especially our episode about Ravenous, Ravenous yeah. <laughs> you know how much... I love Damon Halpern. He did the soundtrack for that movie. Uh, obviously, probably most known for Blur. I love him for Gorillas. It's my favorite. Um, we randomly, and I guess we can reveal this now because it's been long enough. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm infringing upon his privacy. I think we were staying in the same hotel. Uh, I don't know if he stayed there because doesn't he live in London? I, you know what I think it was. I think, I think the two. Other Blur I think there were, were two members there. of Blur staying at our and hotel because I saw them later mm-hmm. that night, and but we, we kind of waved, and that was it. Yeah. Um, so I think Damon came to scoop them up to so they could go announce their new album. Yes, but and we were coming home uh, from lunch, home to back to the hotel, and we squeezed past this group in the front hallway. And I just grab James. I'm like, holy shit, that was Damon Albert. And James just goes, go, 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 go. <laughs> so I run over and I just say like, uh, excuse me. And my brain just shuts down. I cannot think of what to say. And James runs over and what you were like, it's our honeymoon. I, I immediately uh, was like, hey, we're such big fans. We It's our honeymoon and we walk down the aisle to a gorilla I'm song. fully dissociating at that point because <laughs> it was just so weird. And uh, yeah, he immediately just stop what he was doing and he goes oh come here and he gives me and james a huge hug i'm <laughs> sobbing i am like 
crying onto this man as he is hugging both of us. And then he asked if we wanted, what, would you like a photo? <laughs> yeah, he And asked I'm just us. like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> his bandmates are all like, we gotta we go, dude. We have to leave. Dude, his team is like dying. They're like They have somewhere out, to but... be, understandably, as we learned later. Yeah. Uh, but he took a picture with us and was really sweet. And, and I was like, thank you, you made our honeymoon. Yeah, and what he was like, oh, was all like, for you, guy. All for yeah, you, all for like, you no, too. All for you. All for you too. <laughs> And then he left. And then as soon as the front door of the hotel closed, I broke down crying. And all I could say was, he was so nice over and over again. Because let me tell you, if he wasn't, that would have ruined my life. Uh, it was cool to like meet the, the one celebrity that was like, I want to meet this person. Yeah. And uh, on our honeymoon. I don't know. Great stuff. If we had the time, I would have told him about our episode on Ravenous. Yeah, I almost, I thought about it, and I was like, uh, this is not the time. And then apparently half, uh, I remember I was looking on Twitter, and half an hour, literally, like, after we met him, Blur announced they had a new album coming out, and they were on, like, BBC Radio or something. That's what they were in a rush to go to, so it was very nice of him to stop and take time with us, because they had a place to be. Yes. Um, anyway... Yeah, this week we're gonna talk about Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Is it the Lost Boys? It is the Lost the Boys. The Lost, not just Lost Boys. Correct. Yeah, we're talking about the Lost Boys, which we've both seen before. You did a what's your favorite scary movie? Yes, with Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, the bee in apartment twenty-three. Mm-hmm. She's or, great. Uh, I loved her. She also was Jesse's very Jane. brief girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend? Yeah. Breaking bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she she died on that show. Spoiler. It's pretty brutal, actually. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Anyway, uh, I'm jealous that I was not there for that. Yeah, she was um, awesome. But yeah, she picked the Lost Boys. And um, so that was why I watched it. Though we had we had, neither of us had seen it until like 2018, I think. When yeah, we watched this it. was one I just had never. Yeah, we watched it in a hotel at Texas Frightmare, and we didn't like it. I think I was very tired. Well, I'd... we didn't like 80s stuff back then. Yeah, and like 80s stuff still. I guess like a specific kind of 80s I love. Yeah. I think for me, when I saw this then, I thought it was just generalized 80s. But watching it now after having a lot more experience with content and media from the decade, I can see that this is actually a very specific depiction of like a very specific 80s culture. Well, I was reading... um in an interview with Joel Schumacher, he was talking about how this movie originally was going to be more kind of typical 80s because the script and general premise was very much inspired by Goonies. Mm. And this movie was going to originally have an age kind of like the demographic was going to be younger. The vampires were all going to be like 14 yeah. Um, so like it was gonna be like a Goonies adventure movie, and then Joel Schumacher was like, "No, yeah, we're gonna make it sexy and make them older." Yes, and we're gonna. I think so. It was either him or the writer that he brought on to like basically script doctor this thing was like, "No, they're all gonna be old enough to drive." <laughs> yeah, uh, please. Which means old enough to bang. <laughs> Fang bang. Which, yes, that was the correct thing. Oh I, yeah, this movie is not the cult classic that it is if it's if it doesn't fuck you know <laughs> yeah yeah when i rewatched it for Kristen ritter uh just for her uh <laughs> i liked it a lot more and so i was excited to have you revisit it as well i and did I like it more this time mm -hmm. i i can't 
I can't fully say that I like love this movie. I don't know why. I don't know what the the like the hang up is. Yeah, I don't know what I would say I, I really like it. I don't know if I would say I love the Lost Boys, but I really like the Lost Boys. I think Rest is Soul, I think give me 25% less Corey Haim, I might love the movie. I think I like this movie with less of the Corys in it, which I know is I feel like is sacrilege I think to that's say. That's fine to say. But Feldman's honestly fine to me. He is doing a weird voice. His voice though. is what is so he doing deep. in this movie? It's weird, especially because I'm a frog brother. I'm doing this voice. Because <laughs> what? When is Stand By Me like? It's like the year. I think it's eighty five. He does not maybe. sound like that in no. Stand By. It's weird. I wonder if he's exaggerating the oh, fact that definitely. now, oh, my voice has changed mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make it sound like it's changed even more because I want to be perceived as an adult finally yeah yeah i mean the Corys, uh they just they went through a whole bunch of shit this was the movie where they met each other and i think i was reading that Corey haim had already been drinking before this this was when he started smoking weed and then i guess Corey feldman there again this interview i think it was the empire magazine with joel schumacher he was talking about how like Corey feldman apparently like there was a scene he w- he kept fucking up because he had done like a bunch of coke the night before, Jesus. and I'm like, how he's like fourteen, like sixteen, I think, in this, yeah, yeah maybe fifteen, yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't love the younger brother Sam. I I think I love everything else. I mean, Star is kind of a nothing character. Yes, yeah, I remember that was a big hang up for us the first time we watched it. Star's just, I mean, she's kind of there. Yeah, I think it's it's less important to me now because I do like the I, I do like the brotherly relationship, um, and that it becomes about them looking out for each other. It becomes about Sam, uh, trying to save Michael from being a half vampire, and they establish that like right off the bat when they get to the grandpa's house and he's like showing them the rules, and it's like a long tracking shot, and they're just like in the background fucking with each other like brothers mm-hmm. do. I think that's cute, and I like how yeah, it, it ultimately is bet- about the brothers' love, which. Uh, I don't know. That's not super common in uh, a horror movie, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I like it too. I also love the mom, Lucy. Oh, the mom's great. She's it's funny. Great. The mom is completely in her own little movie in this up until the very end. Yeah, she's having a romantic comedy she, where it's yeah, like, she's I'm trying rom-com. to date in a new town, but my sons keep acting up at dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> trying to date the world's worst dressed man. The world's whitest man. <laughs> What'd you say about Max? <laughs> he said that Max looks like the stock white guy in an 80s rap video. <laughs> he looks like the guy they cut to in the Baby Got Back video when they say, even what boys got to shout. And he's like, He's like loosening his tie and like gulp, you know. <laughs> that that's that guy. That's Max. I I think Max looks like uh I would mistake him for Ed Helms and or Stephen Colbert <laughs> circa 2005 The Daily Show. He does have Stephen Colbert in um 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 Strangers with Candy kind of Yeah. Uh yeah, for he sure. Also just, he has Very the Protestant. Worst, worst outfits. He's <laughs> the widest like, shoulders. He's the widest man I've ever seen. <laughs> the widest and the widest. <laughs> yeah. he's and, and then he's he's wearing a suit with, I'm pretty sure, shoulder pads. Oh, just yeah. Just like yeah. amplifying the effect. He looks like in that, do you remember that episode of Rugrats where they like pretend they're adults and it's this weird like <laughs> fantasy sequence where it's like the babies but they're all wearing like suits and shit <laughs> yeah and it's they're all way too big for them and yeah. kind of boxy it's like that yeah, yeah that dinner scene when he's like standing up and getting ready to leave and he's towering over <clears throat> everyone else in the room i'm like 
He could put any two of them over his shoulders and just leave, and they couldn't do anything about it. He's just, he's a, a, he's a large man. I have so many questions about that guy and, like, what his deal is. Max, the character? Yes. Okay. Because the ending, it just leaves me with so many questions. I just want to know, like, how, how'd you get tangled up in all this, Max? <laughs> Well, I think he he would have started it. I, don't I know, know, but that's what I mean. Is like, yeah. why? Like, when's he from? How old is he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't seen the other movies because we have the trilogy. <laughs> I don't think they. You count. don't. They don't go into the lore. No. Is there not deep Lost Boys lore? No, I bet I th- there is. Feldman's in all of them, I think. Oh yes. And then yeah, he's another like a um. Role. And the the other Frog Brother is in the last one. Isn't there another Sutherland in? Oh, maybe. I think there is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say, I I don't even know his name. It sucks to be the other Frog Brother actor. <laughs> but it, also, it kind of... Jameson It doesn't, doesn't. It it doesn't now, but from 1986 to moment, 1990, it sucks, it sucks yeah. to be that guy. Because he's the other Frog the Brother. The other Frog Brother. And then he's just in a bunch of scenes with the Corys. Like, yeah, just guys. the three of them. And he's just like, I'm here too. Right. Yeah, sucks for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure things worked out, you know, better for him, all things considered. He's the shemp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so Lost Boys famously takes place in the fictional uh, town of Santa Carla, actually filmed in Santa Cruz and referenced in the beginning of Jordan Peele's Us. Yeah, I didn't know... And didn't get because I had I wouldn't have seen Lost Boys when we saw Us yeah. in theaters. Apparently, the beginning of Us when they're at that like carnival on the boardwalk because they're in Santa Cruz. The mom is like, "Oh look, they're shooting a movie over there, and it's on, they're shooting on a carousel." It's the scene where they're they get kicked oh, this off the scene. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So the they're carousel, shooting Lost the Boys and, mugging. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's right off the bat we meet. Kiefer Sutherland mm-hmm. and his boys. They love to loiter. They love they're they're professional loiterers. Uh Kiefer Sutherland, man, is so, so fucking cool in this. in this movie. He was born to play bullies. Yeah. Like again, 80s this bullies. This is after Stand By Me. Yeah, which well, he's, he's fucking scary in that. Scary in that when he would have been like a teenager. Here he's 21. I think we mentioned this on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. I had also not seen Stand By Me mm-hmm. until like really recently because I would have been a little too young for it and it just never I think I just assumed it was like 80 schlock and just never really like cared to watch it i yeah. just assumed i wouldn't like it and then we watched it and it made me cry yeah, I loved it rules. so much it's so good yeah so they get like kicked out of a carnival by a security guard and then kill <laughs> the, the secu- most like cartoon looking cop <laughs> and then they kill that guy in a recurring type of shot in this movie the vampire pov which i can only assume is done by a helicopter with a very zoomed in lens because it keeps like flying be. over cliffs and stuff like where it would be too close to the object if it weren't zoomed in all the way. But I think that's why you get multiple shots of like a pass going by. I think they would have to shoot it and then go back and shoot it again. But honestly, you're watching the beginning of this movie and it feels like Schumacher spent half production in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. There's so many overhead shots and shit. I think they're awesome. I think they're uh, it's like shots of the clouds. Yeah, Which, there's like I don't know if they shots. shot that or if that was footage that was like archival. Yeah, but it's it's very cool. Later on, they're doing these shots that I still don't know how they did inside the mm-hmm. abandoned hotel hangout where it's also meant to be the vampires flying around. Yeah, but I think it's a really cool, kind of unique 
um, POV for, for the vampires. I don't think I would have liked this movie if I had seen it as a kid because the kills uh, mostly in the beginning are, are kind of off screen, mm-hmm. but like, because that's all I was interested in as a kid. But watching it now, it's like, no, these are shot really cool. Like, the, yeah, I think it's terrifying. Yeah, they the, just get the the, the make out couple yeah. in the car when the car roof just gets ripped off, and then yeah, they're just like yanked off screen. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's really awesome uh, the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like they don't they don't ever show them flying too. They know that no. it'll look stupid. Exactly, they know. Like it, <laughs> it, it's it's both. It's a creative way of working around the limitations at the time. Yeah. Which, you know, gives us something cool, whereas now it would be just like, okay, just show them flying. Right. We can do that. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it might still look good, yeah. but uh, we wouldn't get cool stuff like this. Yeah. Thou shalt not. Oh, yeah. The Cry Little Sister, that, that song, song slaps. fucking rules. They they use it multiple times throughout the movie, and I'm As glad they, they do. they should. Yeah. It's good. Every time it starts up, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, and then and then you get the extended version when they're, when the, uh, when Michael, Michael, and Michael. Star banging, it like it starts earlier than mm-hmm. it had, and, and you're then like, you're like, "What song is this?" Oh no, it's just it's the this same again. song. It just slaps even more from yeah, the beginning. Really good. I love that song. It's so good. Apparently, the singer songwriter that G. Tom Mack, <laughs> who did that song, mm-hmm. uh, in the late 2000s, apparently took in Corey Haim while Corey Haim was like. He ended up like homeless. One of the vampire actors in this tried to manage also, Corey yep. Haim to protect him. Paul, the blonde one who gets killed in the bathtub. Paul, I would say the least discernible vampire. The to twisted me. sister. Because he's not, yeah, because he's not Alex Winter. He's not the brunette, and he's not Kiefer Sutherland. So he's just the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now Lucy and her kids, Michael and Michael. Sam, are moving to Santa of uh, Santa Santa Carla, Carla murder not capital Santa of Cruz. the world. Apparently. In the 80s, Santa Cruz did have a very high murder rate. Interesting. And they said when they were filming, there was like a murder that happened by their hotel. Wow. So, okay, I was kind of making fun of this last night. Like, oh, yeah, this town looks super, this nice beach town looks super murdery, but it was the 80s. I don't know. That parlays into a people are strange montage Mm -hmm. where tag yourself oh my god yeah tag yourself in this montage uh i am the girl holding a rat obviously i think think Kristen ritter said that was her favorite (laughs) really yeah i I love rat girl um i have a top three there's Uh, a weird like fake um plastic man oh he's he's my number one he's your number one not even the real person that thing is scary yeah number three is the uh guys doing the jackass stunt in the shopping cart Okay. Number two is the guy in the dunk tank who hits his head on the wall when he gets dunked. Mm-hmm. And the number one is that dummy on the sky the sky chair. I don't know what that is. Yeah, he's, he's chilling. Really scary. Yeah, he'll get you. Yeah, he's got secrets. So they're moving in with Grandpa, who he lives on like an isolated farm. I like that this gives us a separate area to be other mm-hmm. than like boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Gives it kind of a this an, huge house, huge ass house, wooden. Uh, it's got big old fireplace, big old staircase. Love it. Looks real cool. Grandpa is a an eccentric kook. As, as every you... grandpa in every 80s movie is an eccentric kook. This guy's up there, though. He's got to be top five eccentric kooks for sure. Because they come He's up got on some him. good points. He's playing dead on the porch. <laughs> He's just laying. And pretty damn good at it, too, or whatever he and says. And that never comes back. In no, any way, it's just, just, he's just a weird guy. He reads the TV guide, but doesn't have a TV. 
Yeah, he's the 80s equivalent of people who read movies, Wikipedia articles, but don't watch the movie. Yep. He has a uh, a shelf in the refrigerator labeled Old Fart with root beers and double stuffed Oreos. Yeah. That's his jam. Which is, I mean, that's a good drawer in the fridge. Root beer's pretty good. I do love root beer and I do love double stuffed Oreos. You do, yeah. He does later on in the movie when his grandsons are seen carrying an unconscious woman and child up to their rooms. Uh, doesn't really stop them or say anything. So no, Gramps, maybe get on that. Kids being kids, right? <laughs> yeah, boys will be boys. Yeah. Uh, oh, he does taxidermy too. Oh, he, does, he loves his taxidermy with a little, what is that, a beaver? It's like a beaver. There's an owl. Okay, there's yeah. there's all kinds of shit. He's got this room that it does to be. It does look like the, the room Texas in Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Good, yeah. good reference from them on that point. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> mom meets Max on the boardwalk. He's got those fucking giant shoulder pads and just the clashiest outfit. Mm-hmm. Checkerboard. Yeah. He. Does he own the video store? Is he working? Or is it a record store or something? I but think then, it's like a video store. But then, but then Feldman and the other guy, they work at the comic book store. It's different, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is shot real cool, you noted. It's like hazy and yeah. red light and everything. I love all the lighting and colors in this. Like every, the production design of this is so it's perfect good. and good. It's like very full. Mm-hmm. It's like, ma- it, it's maximalist production design. Every surface, there's just so much stuff to look at. Yeah, inside his and house, textures inside the stores. And... The, the, their hideout, the hotel hideout oh, yeah. is really cool. Mm-hmm. I love that it's a, Hotel that sunk uh, beneath the ground in the 1906 earthquake. Yeah. That's really awesome. That's cool. Uh, that makes sense since it's up by San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have to talk about, before we get too far, we have to talk about Sexy Sax Guy, obviously. Oh, yeah, he is there. Sexy Sax Guy. I mean, I love that he still will perform this song. Because didn't he perform it at Joe Bob's uh the, the jamboree. jamboree. Yeah, I think he, he was there. He performed. That's right. Um, oh man, we missed that. I know. I'm sad. Tim we Capello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching it this time, I was wondering, what is this like in universe? What is this character's deal? Like, is he supposed? He's a local musician. You think he's a local musician yeah. that people like and they love? Like, and he's, supposed, like, he's not like a famous musician. No, that's there. he's a local, and pe- and some people are like, man, he could probably get a record deal, but other people know like. No, he's kind of, the appeal is that he's a local guy and he's just doing his thing. He's, he's kind of, you know, he's maxed out where he is, but he's got a full band. He's got pyro. He's got yeah. people fucking going nuts over him. It's not a bad place to be. You think he's one of those, like, like every town has, like, a celebrity townie that is known to people who live there. Yeah, he's definitely their most famous resident. Yeah. Definitely. Did and- you have, like, a famous, like, a, a celebrity kind of... I don't want to say weirdo. It sounds mean, but that's the appeal. Just the teachers who got fired for touching students. Well, that's not what I'm talking yeah, about. I don't have anyone fun. Sorry. Sterling Heights has, I don't know if he still uh, is out and about. Uh, Sterling Heights, if you go to any like outdoor festival, music festival, whatever, like concert series, um, you will find Spaghetti Man. And oh, I he- thought you were going to say Weird Beard. Well, That's Weird Beard also, about. rest in peace, Weird Beard, the ice cream man. Um, when I was in high school, he was our ice cream man, got tie-dye shirt, long hair, long beard, like didn't talk much, which was which was part of the allure, I think, is he was like kind of like almost intimidatingly silent when you bought ice cream from him. Uh, cool guy, miss him. Uh, <laughs> no, Spaghetti Man is a guy who wears like these 
bedazzled. Um, it's like a suit jacket and I think like matching shorts and he has slicked back hair and he just like, he just, he's always just outside dancing at like music fests and stuff. You can go dance with Spaghetti Man. Why is he Spaghetti Man? That's just what it says on the back of his jacket. He's got like a, like a bedazzle, like it's a decorated jacket. Does he have spaghetti? No, he's just called is that. Is there spaghetti on his jacket? No. It just has the word Spaghetti just, Man? Yeah. But he's like a local treasure and we love him. Yep. Uh, anyway, yeah, that guy, he, and honestly, that song kind of sucks other than the sax. And it's <laughs> it sucks so bad that I can't even think of how it goes. I keep I don't trying to think of how it goes. And I, I, all I'm hearing is the sax part and who can it be now by Doody. Men Down Under. Right? Yeah. 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 That's yeah, what yeah. I keep imagining. Men but at work. Men at work. I'm sorry. They come from the land down under. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's where he meets Star. That's where Michael meets Star. Uh, and we keep saying Michael because they keep saying Michael. This movie, if you were to play a drinking game, you'd be dead. They say Michael so many times. Michael. Like, and they say it like that. It's like you, Joe Bluth, just Michael. Michael. And we were debating, do you hear the name Michael more in this or The Godfather? Godfather's three hours long. It's a that's lot of opportunities say. to say Michael. <laughs> who's Who knows? I'm sure someone could figure it out. Figure it out. And Mike, it doesn't count. It's got to be Michael. There's the Michael. Yeah, Michael sees Star and falls in love with her, and then he tries to pick her up. But wait, she's with these cool vampire guys. Yeah, these loitering teens. Yeah, love the uh, motorbike, not really chase, just a motorbike parade they do down Mm -hmm. the steps. And then through the fog, there is a shot that that pulls out from them driving through the fog so you see their headlights way off in the distance and it goes so far back it's fog everywhere and then it transitions to like zooming out from the bluff that they're driving towards it's one of my favorite shots in this movie it's really good and this has a lot of cool shots joel schumacher fucking rules in this movie yeah as director i all i could think of the entire time was how tragic it is that we got like mid early mid 2000s Joel Schumacher doing Fan of the Opera and not late 80s Joel Schumacher doing Fan of the Opera because mm-hmm. there's even some weird music stings in this that sound like an organ that kind of sound like the overture yeah <laughs> when the Kiefer opera, Sutherland like, gets oh. impaled on the antlers at the end there, it's literally the first note of Dun. Phantom it's like Dun. Dun, 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 dun. by the way we saw Fan of the Opera on the West End in London fucking and rule. it fucking rules <laughs> and uh stay tuned on the podcast oh yeah if you're a phantom fan if you like fan of the opera yeah you're gonna like just uh, about done reading the book so we can start watching the movies and movies plural (laughs) literally all of them it's gonna be a thing (laughs) yeah uh so they're they're like hazen michael and they take him down to their little hideout i love the whole like let's haze michael because it's so even when you know, like, duh, they're vampires and you know what their deal. It's still, this movie's so good at getting you into Michael's head because it is, they're so just unhinged mm-hmm. and it's terrifying. They're, yeah, they're like being dicks to him, but at the same time, they're really cool. They're, they're really letting him hang cool out with and him. you want to ha- So, like, if you can win that approval, that would be really cool. Like, but, like, they're going to make you eat maggots first? But, no, it's not maggots. Not, it's rice. It's just rice. A billion Chinese people couldn't be wrong. Is that what he <laughs> yeah. says? It's just noodles, Michael. Yes. Oh, yeah. Also in London, we went to a uh, Lost Boys-themed pizzeria. Lost the Lost Boys. Souls Pizza. Lost Souls Pizzeria. The pizza was black. Because I think they put charred vegetable in the dough, yes. they said. Uh, amazing pizza. You didn't have a pizza. You had some no, bread No, because we had eaten 
Yeah, but yeah. I, I got a spicy pizza and I almost ate the whole thing. It was fucking great. I got a their only noodles Michael drink where it came mm-hmm. in the fucking Chinese box with gummy worms. <laughs> I love that on the menu there is a disclaimer that the properties of the dough being black means that you will have black poop later. Yeah, and I'm sure that, that it says that because typically if you have black poop, you good. go to the emergency room because that means you're bleeding internally. I will say that place, uh, clientele was, you know, as you'd expect, a lot of leather, a lot of like tough looking people. A lot we of sh- people are like, yeah, these are people yeah, I know. We show up and I got to say, I got the distinct feeling that the server didn't care for us and was Dude, perhaps judging us by our appearance. I... Yes, it was very strange. Uh, Normally feeling very at home in like a horror type space. It was very weird and out of body being somewhere where they were like, did you come to the wrong place? Just because I asked if they had pizza by the slice. I wanted to order a slice of pizza. And and she said, you can go to the other pizza places for that. And I said, no, I want this pizza place. And then she was very dismissive. And I feel like she didn't think we were real horror people. And I'm like, Lady Heather Langenkamp married us, okay? So you can get <laughs> it out. It was so strange. And I'm sorry if, if you're that person and you somehow are listening to this and work there. Maybe you were just having a bad day. I don't know. But it was, it felt, I'm not gonna feels bad, to man. Feels bad, it man. It was bad service. And I felt uh, unwanted in a place that I should feel wanted. I'm giving you business. We don't judge people like you. We welcome you. Horrors for everyone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here we go. Even with that. cranky waitresses. Other other service members there. Oh, the service members. Sir, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your Lost service. Souls other, <laughs> other people working there were nice. It was just oh, our yeah, main yeah, server. Yeah. So it wasn't everyone there. Uh yeah, it's a great scene and like you said, you feel exactly like Michael where it's Yeah, just you like, want them to like you. Yeah, and I do like how first it's, oh, this rice is maggots. No, it's not. These worms are noodles, actually. So that when it's like this, this wine is blood. And he's like, "Yeah, Mike's sure, like, okay. okay." And he drinks it, and that's what turns him into he, half a vampire. They trick him. And he drinks the blood of the Sutherland. Yep, the blood of <laughs> body in the blood of Sutherland. Amen. <laughs> hey, want to talk to you about our sponsor this week, Daggrass? Have you ever gotten too high and thought the chow mein you were eating was actually worms? I hate when that happens. Not to worry, because Daggrass is bringing back the chill of the casual smoke, so you can kick back without the stress. Daggrass is legal organic smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints are low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy all the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. And if you don't smoke, Daggrass also offers CBD gummies and tinctures made with the same high-quality hemp. Easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. Really great for sleepless nights, especially as we get into those hot summer nights. I know I have a way harder time sleeping when it's warm out. The best part is that all Daggrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it'll ship right to your door anywhere in the US. Right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to daggrass.com deadmeat. Go to daggrass.com slash deadmeat for 20% off your first order. One more time, that's daggrass.com slash deadmeat. Then they go like hang out, uh, hang from a rail. I love this scene. Keeper Sutherland always hanging out by railroad tracks. I think my favorite 
part of this movie is oh, them yeah? hanging off is the bridge. When they're bridge. hanging there and they're like, drop, Michael, Hang do on, it. And, and they start dropping. And there's he's like, something so visceral about it where the train's going and it's like shaking them. And you can tell he's like, what the fuck? Like, what the Michael's fuck? like, why are these people killing themselves? Like, why are they all suicidal? <laughs> yeah. And why am I here? Oh, my God. It's, I don't know. There's something. It's so good. Yeah. The, I think the first third of this movie is by far my favorite part of it. And then the rest of it. It, I just am not as into. The vampire deaths at the end are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very glittery. It's good. Mm -hmm. but, but I agree that the first act is by far the best. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think after this, after Michael is half turning into a vampire because he eventually falls. He's like hanging there forever and then tries to pull himself up. No way, dude. Those are, you're not getting that fucking pull up after all that time. He falls and then. He's in bed, and so now it's like the the little brother comes in with way more scenes. I'm like, okay. Yeah, now we're getting into, like oh, yeah, that's right. This movie was going to be a Goonies style. Um, Although you really like the editing of the singing in the bathtub scene. I do, yeah. For some reason, that scene where, like, Michael goes to attack <laughs> his brother and the dog protects him. Mm -hmm. There's, there's yeah, like, a sequence where, like, right as he opens the door... The brother goes under the water and the bed. It's just like all like timed really well. Like the blocking is great. The mm. edit. It just, I'm just imagining being on set trying to like finagle that scene and think of like, okay, how are we going to edit this together? And it probably being a huge pain in the ass. I don't know. I think maybe just having experienced storyboarding. I'm like, ooh, it's good. It is hard to tell though if it's the next day or if it's been like a week. Yeah, how long has it been? Because... Both the mom and the brother are like, wow, you're being a real dick lately. Yeah. And I mean, I take it to mean like, oh, he has, is acting different since he hung out with But then the I boys, don't but... think that they would have not kept hanging out with him, right? Or and he would has he just been hanging out at home all night? So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really sure what they mean by like, wow, what's with you all of a sudden? Oh, also I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that his name is Michael Emerson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard since as the actor who plays Benjamin Linus in Lost, uh, a very distinct acting style. <laughs> what do you mean I'm half vampire? <laughs> I I was reading that um, Jason Patrick, who, oh, by the way, some like some uh, hot goss uh, from 1991. Um, apparently, uh, Jason Patrick, let me let me I'm just going to read from Wikipedia. Jason Patrick began dating actress Julia Roberts days after she canceled her wedding to Kiefer Sutherland in June 1991. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Days after? Days after. Mm, That's pretty sus. Pretty sus. <laughs> uh, but I just... Lost Boys, I feel like, had reverberating consequences for so many of the people <laughs> in it. It's Who do you find more attractive? Michael or... Uh, I don't even know Kiefer Sutherland's David. This is vampire's name. It's so weird because I want to say David just because he's like the he's the villain. Like that just instantly makes him more attractive to me. If you just showed me like photos of both of them, no context, just like which of these men are you more like, I guess Jason Patrick, because I mean, he looks like handsome Squidward a little bit. He's got like such high cheekbones and like pouty <laughs> lips and he's very classic. I get why Joel Schumacher was like, please be in this movie. Um, well, they also have that that dissolve uh, where his face dissolves into the poster of uh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, he does. Th that's very intentional. He does. Yeah. 
He just he just looks he looks like a, a Greek statue. Okay. You know, he's very classic. But like you add in like just the charisma factor and the bad boy factor and like I'm all about David. There's a little kid vampire with them. There's yeah. Laddie. He's dressed like a little confederate and I don't know why. <laughs> but turns out Laddie and Star are like Michael. They're half vampires and they won't turn full vampire <laughs> until <laughs> they kill Laddie someone. Laddie and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> It made me think of Near Dark, there's a little kid vampire, right? We watched that movie together. Gressel. Yeah, but I think that little kid vampire is like in on the gang. They're like fully part of the... Yeah. Same with Interview with the Vamp, which like, again, this was like very inspired by. Not movie, because that movie was later, but like the book, like Anne Rice's books Mm -hmm. really inspired. That's got like the kid vampire. Well, this was a big turning point for vampires in popular culture, right? It made them cool, modern. Because like here, yeah, uh, you know, instead of like Dracula and Eastern European count right. you get just a fucking bunch of like ruffians and mm-hmm. leather jackets on motorcycles and on a beach town yeah the only i'm trying to think of like vampire movies prior i mean i guess like blackula totally changes the setting even though that does start with it's dracula still, he's still like a count he's still a count like royalty yes and from he's the old world yeah 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 because mm. yeah he's like an african prince right yeah um because yeah the beginning cool. of that is like dracula please help me end the slave trade and dracula's like no and also <laughs> yeah. you're blackula now <laughs> thanks blackula rules oh it's such a good movie <laughs> um but also the movie martin like george romero's martin that is like a teen boy vampire it's very grounded oh okay um it's the, like the least glamorous vampire movie honestly it's like a gross really uncomfortable like not sexy it's like it truly is i think one of the most um like i don't want to say like like honest kind of (laughs) films of of like how much it would fucking be how much it would suck no pun intended to be a vampire just like the actual raw reality of what that life would be well it would extra suck being a little kid vampire yes it would it would fucking that would be the worst thing ever yes if you have like centuries of knowledge but everyone's like oh look at that 10 year old right what the fuck are you gonna do yeah you can't act on that knowledge because it'll be way too weird looking you can't bang anyone like a real relationship with someone mentally your age yeah you can't Um, drive like it's so fucked it's yeah it's bad yeah you can go to legoland Without an, yeah, without, without yeah because Legoland, no, you'd, you'd have to have an adult. It sucks. Yeah. You'd have an adult. But like, there's no winning. Like the two of us, we cannot go to Legoland as we found out because we do not have a child. We would have to borrow a friend's child to go to Legoland. And those are in short supply. Yeah. Hi, sweetie. Maybe we could bring her. We could bring Molly to Legoland. Michael's trying to figure out what's going on. I don't understand the scene where he's being dragged out of the window. Like, what force is pulling him out of the window? And he's, like, trying to talk to his brother through the window. Oh, yeah. Is it it maybe him being... Drawn to the head vampire? Or him being expelled from the house because he's not invited into that it perhaps might it's not until his brother like lets yeah him in. i think that might be that it might is be because it. he's like turning yeah i think it's because like isn't this after his brother realizes like wow my brother's a fucking vampire i'm telling mom yeah that's funny Which he's going I up like the stairs like my own brother a shit sucking vampire, vampire. Wait yeah, till like, i tell <laughs> mom i do love that scene yeah because that's such little brother yeah. like not like oh my god this is going to radically change the course of our it's like i'm telling mom you <laughs> yeah. asshole yeah <laughs> 
Uh, oh yeah, and earlier like Max had like showed up. Uh, it was like I need the 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 man of the household to invite me in before yeah, I come in. Yeah, it's great. So it's, like, mm. it's I do like the um, hints of who Max is. Maybe I don't know, but he's so dweeby he can't be right. There's that whole dinner scene. Michael's not there for it, but. No. Uh, Sam and the Frog Brothers. Ruining this man's evening. Yeah, and apparently, so if you're invited into a house as a vampire, all your weaknesses go away because the the garlic garlic doesn't kill him. Well, a garlic apparently doesn't work, remember? Because they make like a bath of holy water and garlic. But like the holy water doesn't work on him and he has a reflection. He has a reflection. Which is like, okay. They have like a Looney Tunes bungee or like a. Oh, yeah, the accordion like mirror. And they turn on the light. He's like, ah! Yeah. Why do I feel like this guy, if we were to film like a parody version of this, why is Max Zorin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put Zorin in like a giant suit with like bigger shoulders. For sure. He's so tall. Like, no, I like garlic. This is just a lot of it. (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I don't know. Who who would we all be? Uh, I feel like... I could brood and be Michael and you could be Keeper Sutherland. Oh my God, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> I could get those weird prosthetic feet and hang upside down. Oh yeah. They have weird little Which bat Which guarantee, I haven't read into the making of this, uh, at least for this episode. I'm sure I did previously for Kristen, but I feel like when they're hanging upside down in that cave, they just had to do it. Oh and yeah, I bet for that sure. Thing, I bet that fucking sucked. Yeah. I bet, because... It's not fun to hang upside down, and I bet they had to be there for, you know, a minute for the shot Mm -hmm. and cut and quickly uh, get that blood flowing again. There's a scene between Michael and his mom, Lucy, that I think uh, is fucking awesome and is the type of scene that if you're an actor, you're so excited to play. It's when she's like, are we friends? Mm-hmm. And you know, and he's like, yeah, we're friends. She's like, let's let's be friends then and let's talk. And it's shot in like, they're uh, kind of, it's like... Like a porch. It's like a covered porch. It reminds me of the like little covered porch in Top Gun for some reason yeah. when he goes to visit her. But it's very, it's very <laughs> bright light inside there. There's like slight wind chime sounds in the back and just like he's trying to avoid her like gaze. Like the rest and of this movie's really loud and then this scene is nice and quiet. It's, and it's so good. And this her- mom, like we get hints as to like this kind of really sad backstory for her because it sounds like she's recently divorced Mm -hmm. from a guy who sucked shit and didn't (laughs) even bother with like a legal battle like just like lost everything to him yeah except the kids it seems like Mm -hmm. um because she i think she's like it just wouldn't have been good for every anyone so it sounds like he probably was just a huge asshole yeah the kids don't seem to miss dad at all what's her name diane oh diane weist she's like yeah, she's a two-time Oscar winner. Yeah, not Diane West. <laughs> no. Uh, Weist. I'm sorry. Diane Weist. She's so fucking good in this She's movie. like a Woody Allen staple actress, right? Oh, is she? I think that's what she is was. Is Hannah and her sisters Woody? Yes. Okay, she won an Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Bullets Over Broadway also okay. won an Oscar for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like she's so specific. I know exactly what kind of mom Lucy is. I, I love her acting yeah. in this movie. She's yeah. so fucking good. She, se- she seems like a good mom. Yeah, she's a great mom, and I would say the best actor in this movie. There's something about an 80s horror movie mom when, like, they're, like, a D. Wallace, D. Wallace or, yeah. like, a, you know, where you're like, man, I I, I want them to be my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess that Michael Patrick 
it took a lot of Jason or Patrick? Jason Michael, Michael. Patrick. <laughs> it took Jason Patrick a lot of uh, convincing to be in this because he didn't want to be in a genre movie. Ah. And I guess they originally, I think, promised him he wasn't going to be any like in any goofy makeup or prosthetics, and then it ended up story changes, stuff happens. Oops, you're in full vampire makeup for this end uh scene oh yeah and he got real pissed really yeah i think he might have even like left production if i remember the makeup fucking rules it's it's really cool it's very good if i'm remembering this um this interview also you know who his his dad is uh jason patrick or rather his his father uh father karis from oh yeah yeah so Horror not movie. one to be in a fucking genre movie when your dad <laughs> Get out of here. Oscar winning The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first time you see the vampires in their actual appearance and full makeup is when they like go take Michael and hang out in this tree. And they're watching these dudes on the beach dance around a fire who are credited as surfer surf, Nazis. Surf Nazis. And I, I'm assuming, I think I, the, after the lightest bit of research, I believe that term just refers to like, an aggressive surfer who's like protective of their beach. I don't think it is a like like they're literal Nazis who surf. Exactly, they're not <laughs> fascists with surfboards. Uh, so they decide to go seek out the head vampire to kill the head vampire, and that'll turn Michael and Star and Lonnie back. To, not Lonnie. Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie, get your ass away from that La- cave, Laddie. Laddie. Get your ass away from that. <laughs> <laughs> and they they assume the head vampire is one of Kiefer's gang. I mean, they just assume it's Kiefer, right? Well, when they go to kill him, they're like, which one is the head one? I don't know. I'll kill them all. Oh, okay. Which is dumb but because like, obviously the first one you stab, you're going to wake up the others. So maybe go for Kiefer first. Yeah, Instead, like, they just, kill fucking Bill or they Ted. Kill, they're like, let's <laughs> pick the one with the least lines so far. <laughs> Alex Winter. Yeah. Which is weird because he's the one who I know best after Kiefer mm-hmm. Sutherland. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they destroy him. And, and as they're going into the cave, because the Frog Brothers are fucking weird, but uh, Michael says to Sam, he's like, where'd you meet these guys? I'm like, motherfucker, the guys you hung out with and met turned you into a vampire. Yeah. So go kill these surf Nazis and <laughs> yeah. be one of us. Yeah. So maybe don't uh, throw stones, buddy. But they destroy Alex Winter and get covered in his glittery blood. Glitter blood! They run outside, they're glittering, and that's got to be where Twilight gets it from. I have no idea. I don't know if... I just, like, would she have seen... What? Nothing about Twilight suggests that she's seen anything That's the thing, is I don't think... Because she is, like, super Mormon. I don't know if she has ever seen Lost Boys ever in her life. I think it could just genuinely be a coincidence. No. I just don't think Stephanie Meyer is the type. I I don't know. But then again, she likes Muse. I don't don't know. Muse definitely has seen Lost Boys. Well, for sure. (laughs) For sure. I'm just saying it could just be a coincidence. I don't know if she's ever confirmed or denied. uh, I I don't know. But I'm wondering if there are any other previous vampire properties that feature glitter before this one. I have no idea. Does Martin have gl- little glitter? Martin does eyeshadow? not have glitter. Martin okay. is the last vampire movie there would be glitter in. Maybe in Salem's Lot, they're they're like <laughs> sprinkling it around. I don't know. Yeah, I could see maybe like interview with the vampire if there's any glitter. Mm. You know. Yeah. That's very that's a very frilly movie. 
Well, they escape. This is this is the fucking. You're dead me. You're dead me. And it's really weird hearing it in context. Yeah, as soon as he said it, I was just like, go ahead and laugh, you guys. Yeah, my brain just starts filling in Dick Miller from Shopping Mall (laughs) after that. It's really weird. But uh, they escape the cave. They uh, escape with Star and Laddie. Dude, we gotta meet Kiefer Sutherland someday and like get him to say that. Oh, does he have cameo? (laughs) (laughs) There's no way he does. Uh, so they get back home with their unconscious woman and child and they tell Gramps that uh, the lady he's been courting wants to bang him that night. So they send him her way. I, I wonder what she thought when he showed up. Because they're like, the Widow Johnson uh, said she wants to get with you tonight. And Gramps like, oh, okay, La Cucaracha is way over there. What if he got there and she was like with another gentleman? Oh. And he just like turned around and came back. I guess she was DTF. So good for them. Lucky yeah, for Yeah, because he's gone for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it lasts longer as you age, I guess. I guess so. But uh, yeah, so they set up a little home alone house full of anti-vampire traps. They fill the vamp, they fill the bathtub. I like the scene where they get the holy water. Oh, from church. From the church, and he gives them like a fi- he like does <laughs> a little fist. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, because there, there's a baptism going on. It's <laughs> it's funny. They somehow steal enough holy water to fill a tub. Okay, but here's oh god, here we we've, go. I I. <laughs> I am so positive we've had this exact discussion on the podcast, but it was long enough ago that I can't remember what episode or why. I think, because they did not get enough holy water. to Because they got it from the baptismal font, which is like a little bowl. Mm-hmm. So, like, my question is, did they fill up the bathtub and then put holy water in it, therefore making the bathtub all holy water? How much can you cut holy how water? Mu- right. How much can you dilute <laughs> it? it? Is holy. it like, it's like home, it's like homeopathic at that point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, Gretzel's choking on whatever he was just drinking. I'm sorry. Water. Maybe holy. But, like, and then, man, this is stuff we should have asked when we were at Hampton Court, we were lucky enough. We had uh, afternoon tea and spent like most of the day at Hampton Court with the the chaplain, uh, Reverend Anthony Howe. Very nice gentleman. I wish um, I had thought of these questions while I was there. Ask him if you can. Okay, if, so you can bless like a bowl of water. I literally might text him a and ask him this. Of water. Can you bless a swimming pool bless full of water? The ocean. You know, it just, where does it stop? Like mm-hmm. how? What's the radius of effect on that spell? You know? I just, I just want to know. <laughs> and then, yes, once you have holy water, how much can you dilute it while still being holy? Right. In any case, they fill a bathtub with holy water and garlic for some reason. Even yeah. though they say it doesn't work. Yeah. I don't guess know. they want to be extra sure. Just in case. Uh, yeah. And then the vampires attack. I like the sinks erupting with blood. Yeah, because he falls in the bathtub. Because one of them, Paul. Paul, attacks the Frog Brothers. They fucking suck at their job, and it's the dog who knocks Paul into the bathtub. And the nook. And uh, yeah, just blood goes everywhere. The toilet blowing up is really cool looking. It's coming out the kitchen sink. Just all the because they say they they cover themselves with this. They're like, no two vampires die the same way. Yeah, some explode, some implode. It's so they can do. It's so cool they can do whatever they want when these vampires deaths, which is die, great. and it's great. Yeah. Because the other one, uh, Dwayne, gets pinned with a wooden cross or a wooden stake to a stereo, and then he just fucking blows into pieces. Yeah. It's really cool. Was it Death by Stereo? Death by Stereo. Yeah. It was a Death by Death Stereo. stereo. That's my Corey Feldman <laughs> <laughs> movie. Notably, uh, David does not 
die in like a like he just kind of gets staked and he doesn't like explode or anything. That's true. I guess it was left open on purpose. Mm -hmm. He could have survived. Sure. For a sequel. So and he like gets a pushed fight? onto like a, the horns in the in Grandpa's Texas Chainsaw Massacre room. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, that was it for Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I feel like I looked away and I was like, oh shit, he's dead. But that's because Max is the real big bad. Yeah. They realize, wait, uh. Laddie and Star and Michael. and Michael are still vampires, so we must not have killed the head vampire. Yeah, it was Max. It was mom's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He wanted to turn Lucy. Yeah, into the a mom's vampire. name is Lucy, which okay, yeah, yeah, good. I know. As soon as he said that, I was like, ah, all fuck. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that. Lucy, uh, what's her last name? Harkin. I because it's Mina Hark. Is it Harker? Harker. Oh, and then Lucy Westworth or some shit. Yeah, fuck, from I forget. OG Dracula. Sorry. Oh, we're such we're casual, casual <laughs> Dracula fans. But yeah, that no, that's I think when Michael goes full vampire to get into a vampire fight with Max, but he's ultimately killed by Grandpa driving through his wall and sending. This a, feels like a Gremlins set piece for mm -hmm. some reason. This yeah. feels like it should be Dick Miller coming in on like a tractor or something with a with a wooden stake that goes through him and pins him. And then he says, the only thing I hate about living in Santa Carla is all the damn vampires. So Grandpa knew this whole time. Yeah. He was complicit. Mm -hmm. He could have said anything, something. Yeah. He was there when Max came over, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he knew Max was a vampire. No, Max but he is pretty good at hiding it. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, Grandpa. I mean, I guess you did kill the head vampire who, like, explodes in the fireplace. It's kind of oh, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. But again... Max, like, what's your, what's your story? How'd Max you? Max Shrek, perhaps. Oh, honestly, I bet that's what he's named after. Bet, yeah. Um, but like, why recruit a bunch of kids? <laughs> I guess they're good henchmen. Oh, they're great henchmen. They're just like you know, shitty, eternal, shitty teens mm -hmm. that will do your bidding. But I just, yeah, I, I guess this is such a Twilight thing, though. I guess is wanting to know like what era are they all from? Mm -hmm. You know, where'd they come from? How old are they all? True Blood gets into that too, where like Bill is like a Civil War era vampire, and oh, Eric wow. is like a Viking. Like he's super old. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. I really like it. Yeah, I I like it too. I, it's never gonna be like one of my favies, but yeah. there's I appreciate it. I think maybe for me it was it's a bit of a like I had to be there kind of movie like maybe if I saw it when I was young I think if I saw this when I was a teen girl I maybe would have really liked it mm. um probably just would have liked Kiefer Sutherland in this if you've seen the sequels let us know what they're like are they worth it, it can't be worth it gotta be bad I bet that do you think they have some defenders like are some people really into yeah Corey Feldman oh uh, <laughs> that's that, i guess that's it that's lost boys mm -hmm. i'm trying to remember if there was anything else in that interview i was reading with um joel schumacher that kind of stood out to me um he originally turned it down because he was like not directing a fucking kids movie well, and he what didn't did, he had only done saint elmo's fire before this saint elmo's fire and which i've never seen but then i looked at the cast so i was like oh this is that's the a, brat that pack is movie. a brat pack this movie. is like that's the famous that's they're running in the da, 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 da. no that is chariots of fire wait what's saint elmo's fire oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> that sounds way more right chariots of fire is a true story about olympians <laughs> <laughs> wait what's the what the fuck's saint elmo's fire it's, it's why do i mix them up Fire, fire 
and they came around out. They're both eighties, right? 80s, yeah. Okay. Like, That's hilarious. Saint Elmo's Fire is like the flame that appears before over someone's head, right? right? Yes. If they're a yes. saint, is that right? Uh, I don't fucking know. Saint Elmo. No, but who gets it? Who gets the fire? I don't know. I think it's if they're a saint. I'm leaving all this in because I'm so embarrassed. I'm I'm leaving it in to, to humble myself. <laughs> anyway. Um, Can you tell I did not really watch the Brat Pack movies growing up? Yeah. I was never not seen into that. Them, any of them? Yes, you have. You've seen You've Breakfast seen, Club. I've seen parts of Breakfast Club. You've I've seen never seen it start to Pretty in Pink. Pink. Nope. Pretty in Pink's good. Yeah, Pretty in Pink is. I've never or seen Or a it. 16 Candles. I've never seen that. Nope. The beginning of I like the, the beginning, beginning where she realizes everyone forgot her birthday is great, but no, nope. really that's yeah. Ferris Bueller doesn't count. Oh, well that would have been it. But no. Ferris Bueller is the superior film. It's my favorite John it's Hughes. Not Rat Pack is just John. It's just Hughes. John Hughes, yeah. but it's like my favorite John Hughes. I think it's the best. Okay, uh, we. Can't say for certain what's next, but maybe it'll be. Maybe if we have time to marathon a shit ton Phantom of movies, movies, I want to do our like Phantom of the Opera retrospective uh, while the musical is still fresh in both of our brains. Uh, we have both been listening to the soundtrack quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's great because let me tell you, I was obsessed with Phantom of the Opera in high school. Oh, and this episode comes out on the 14th. So this is before your kill count. Ah, does that come out in two days? Uh, that comes out in four days from air. So on oh. the 18th, Sunday the 18th. Sunday the 18th, uh, I'm hosting The Kill Count. Yep. Bones and all. Speaking, oh, it's not vampire, it's cannibals. Yeah. Close, same, they're cousins. They're cousins, for sure. Uh, yeah, please watch it. I wear a cute little outfit in it <laughs> that I have to now go get back in because we fucked something up. That's right, you gotta reshoot right now. That yeah. sucks sucks okay that's a little peek behind the curtain and then i'll be back at the kill count with fucking urban legend baby and then the sequels i like that urban legend too it's stupid really the film school one yeah because i don't know there's something about it being set in film school that is enjoyable to me yeah the world's most um like well-funded film school oh yeah Thank you uh, all for being patient with the break. We fucking needed it, mm-hmm. but we're back, baby. Um, yeah. And I've, I honestly, since we've gotten back, I've been fucking going nuts on work. I yes, you have. I've been kill. I've I've been back in a good man. way. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm feel like re-energized. Yeah. And that's good. Okay. I've been knocking down scripts. I've, oh. That's good. Yeah, we're getting ahead on the schedule. It's nice. Getting ahead on schedule feels good. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Uh, social media? At Dead Me James on Twitter, Instagram, and the Tikataka. I'm... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Kara Beck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, deadmeatstore.com. Lots of merch. I think if... Get there now for the Pride merch. Pride merch. That ends at the end of uh, June. Yep. Had to think it's about good what shit. <laughs> yeah. June. Yeah, the like Pride it. Month stuff is really cute. Mm-hmm. All right, Molly, are you done? You She's sleepy? Done. We're done. We got to go record. We got to go get dressed up as fucking Sully. Thanks, Gressel, for being Thank you, Gressel. a recorder. And uh, until next time, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has <laughs> been the Demi Podcast. Bye.